Hello, my friends, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Tuesday, July the 20th, and I have a wonderful and beautiful, and, and well, I could just give a whole lot of adjectives, but I have a wonderful special guest uh, with me today. Do you want to introduce yourself to these throngs of uh, podcast listeners? <laughs> Hi, I'm Renee. <laughs> <laughs> she always just laughs and is demure like that. Um, but uh, that is my beautiful wife, Renee. And so we are going to break open this gospel together. And there are a whole lot of gospels Renee would be wonderful in breaking open with me, but this is a really good one. Uh, Matthew chapter 12. So we're going to continue through Matthew. Uh, skipped a few verses, but we're going to go uh, to uh, Matthew 12, 46 to 50. So let's break open God's word together and see what uh, God has for us through his writer, Matthew. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. While Jesus was speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers appeared outside, wishing to speak with him. Someone told him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak with you. But he said in reply to the one who told him, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my heavenly Father is my brother and sister and mother. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I, I can think of no one better than uh, my wife to speak of what motherhood means because Jesus compares us, you and I, as disciples to his mother. So uh, what does that mean? And, and again, as always, I don't want to say I know exactly what Jesus means. That would, be, uh, that would be foolish of me. But I'm trying to break down because I think we can easily go past this and, uh, and just kind of Say, oh, okay, you know, it's, it's, we're all part of the family. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Jesus. But let's see if we can break down that a little bit more. So, Renee, I guess my first question to, be, to you would be, um, how long have you been a mother? Uh, to whom are you a mother? And what role, what, uh, what role does motherhood play in your life? What does that feel like? Can you help describe that for those of us who have never been or never will be mother? Okay, so I have been a mother for 24 years. Um, I have five kids. Um, what role does it play? I feel like it is everything. I feel like I can never not be a mother, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, I, I would put it at the very top of what is important in my life. And so I think to know you, if, if anybody knew you apart from being mother, I don't think they would know you. Yeah, I think um, I think people who know me apart from being a mother are people who knew me 25 or more yeah. years ago yeah. and haven't known me since, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So this may not be a fair question, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, what does motherhood invite you to? You said it's everything. And so, okay, let's say it's the lens through which you, you encounter the world. Um, it's, it's, but what is that? What does that invite you to? What sacrifices, what joys, what sorrows, what, what, what's involved with that? I can speak to it from, from fatherhood 
And I suspect a lot of those are going to meet. But I think that there's something more to motherhood that, that I just, and I think all of us who aren't mothers, I don't know that we can fully grasp. That's a question that I don't think has an easy answer or one size fits all. And I don't think you can speak to all motherhood there. That's not fair. But but your experience of it. Of where it lends me, where it leads me to. Yeah. I just what feel does it invite like, out of you? You know, you have to think of, you think of everybody and not just you. Um, it makes your life bigger, broader. Yeah bringing more in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a great, those are great. And, and I apologize for interrupting, but those are great descriptors. Yeah. I mean, I just, okay, so I'm going to, I don't know where this comes into the gospel. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll throw it in. Earlier today, you were like in the deodorant aisle, like it's not for the week of a heart, you know, like picking out the right one. And I was like, this is not my first rodeo. I buy deodorant for everybody else. Why do you think this is so hard for me? Because moms do, they do all these things and... This is a weird story to put into the gospel. I'm so sorry. But, but like, as far as I mean, what moms do, it's kind of a, we do it all. You know? So, first of all, that's not a weird story. It's fantastic. This is what this, this podcast is. And, and furthermore, I'm going to bring up a Nate Bergazzi story about mothering, uh, mother versus father. Um, and so if you don't know who Nate Bergazzi is, a comedian. You, yes. As soon as you're done with this podcast, you thank God for, for motherhood and you turn on Netflix and you, you watch a couple of specials in Nate Bergazzi. But what he does at one point, he tells the story of the school. You know, they had to have a question answered for their daughter. And uh, they have the cell phone of the mom and the cell phone of the dad right in front of them. And, uh, and they call the dad. They call Nate. And they say, hey, do you know what? bus that your daughter needs to go on here today after school and he's like you know i'm the dad right <laughs> you you called the dad it, did you really think you had these two numbers in front of you the mom and the dad and i think the dad is the right one to call at this point <laughs> he says literally you could ask this woman walking out in the street who doesn't know my daughter ask her that question and she'll have a better answer than i am i do because you know why i'm the dad <laughs> mothers just know that stuff and that lends to your point Yep, yep, that's, that's true, that's true. <laughs> so you may think this diatribe had nothing to do with the gospel, but oh, you would be wrong, my friends. Because here's, I, I think, the deal, if, if we're going to bring it around back to it, and that is this, is I think it's easy to look at this gospel and say, in a sense, Jesus is kind of denigrating his mother and brothers because they come up to the crowd. He's teaching the crowds. They're speaking on the outside. And there's mom, there's Mary, and there's his brothers. And again, we can talk about brothers, you know, cousins, whatever that means, a different time. Um, there's his family out there. And uh, they want to talk to him. And Jesus is kind of saying, ah, ah, who's my mother? Who are my brothers? All of you guys, we're all family. We're all good. And in a sense, I think Mary could kind of feel put off there. Yeah, I, I definitely think on first read, on taking a look at this, I mean, my heart goes right out to Mary thinking, like, 
She had to feel terrible. Like she traveled, she wanted to talk to her son. What's he doing? Saying everybody's, she's the mom. Give your mom some attention here. So, brothers and sisters, I'm going to point is I don't think that's what Jesus is saying. I think what he's doing instead of denigrating or lowering mom to the level of every man, every woman. I think he's raising up everybody else to this relationship. And I'm going to use Isaiah 49 as an example. Uh, and it says this. So this is Isaiah 49, verses 15, 14 and 15. But Zion said, so this is Isaiah speaking, Zion being Israel. But Israel said, the Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. And then this is uh, the words of God through Isaiah. Can a mother forget her infant? be without tenderness for the child of her womb, even should she forget. I will never forget you. And brothers and sisters, what I believe with all my heart is Isaiah is not denigrating womanhood here. In fact, he's doing the exact opposite. He's, he's looking around and saying, what is the greatest love that we know? What is the greatest bond on this earth that we know? All, I know what it is. It's a mother and a child. And even should that great bond, even should that incredible bond be broken. I, God, will never forget you. I think that's exactly what he's doing here in this gospel. I don't think he's lowering his mother, Mary. I don't think he's lowering uh, his, his family, but instead he's looking around and saying, you, you, sitting here listening to me, you are my mother. You are my brothers. Whoever does the will of my heavenly father is brother and sister and mother to me. And, and meaning that is that that's that level of bondedness that that a mother and a child. I mean, you said Renee earlier, and I wish I, I had those descriptors in my mind. But you say it's it's like it's everything. It's everything I, I do is I want to do it for them, and I and I'm you know when I'm when I'm uh, giving of myself or when I'm. Oh, I'm spending my time. Uh, yep, how you're spending your time, your your creativity, your your whatever. It's to build up them. And that's what motherhood does. It's, it's that, in a sense, it's, a, it's very sacrificial, I would think. It's, it's, it's going into the deodorant aisles or it's, it's <laughs> knowing which bus your daughter is on or, or, or whatever it is that, that's called to you at this point. Um, and, and that's exactly what he's inviting all of us to do. And he's raising it to that bonded level that is like no other bond that we know. And I think that's the beauty here, brothers and sisters, is when we live the gospel, whoever does the will of my heavenly father is brother, sister, and mother to me. He's saying that bond, that the greatest bond you know, that's what that bond is like. That's how close I am to you and how close you are to me, which I think is a beautiful example. Um, I, I love there's this quote. I want to focus on this will of God idea, the will of my heavenly father, and then we'll uh, pray. But there's a quote by John Vianney that says this, we have nothing, <clears throat> we have nothing of our own, but our will. It is the one thing that God so placed in our own power that we make an honor. Meaning, sisters, we make a of this, we make this, no, uh, I don't know, I, I can't make of things. We think we are full of life, but it should have only one thing. We have only one thing, and that is our will. And all, and, I mean, when we say, for whoever does the will of my heavenly father is brother, sister, and mother to me, I think the first and foremost that what God desires of us to, to do that work is to give that one thing that he has given to us, to give it back to him. As John Vianney says, 
is to make that an offering to God that our will, our agenda, our control, our desires, our, our hopes, our vision, our dreams, whatever those are, that we can wrap them up and say, Lord, but not my will, but yours be done. I mean, that idea of your kingdom come, your will be done, not mine, your kingdom come, not my kingdom, your will, not my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Last question I'll have for Renee, and then we'll, uh, we'll get to prayer. Ray, has there been a time in your life where you've really felt connected to that will, where you've given that will over, where that will of God, you felt it strongly within you, uh, and that you have really felt like this is exactly what, where God wants me right now or what God wants me doing right now, and, and felt that bond, that connection as mother, brother, or sister? example of that. Yeah, there are times I had to block my life. And I do like that is my practice. Is this where I feel like I'm called to be mm-hmm. um, in in what God wants for me? Am I recognizing the plan? Mm-hmm. And um, whether that be my career, my, my children, our relationship, which are yep. the leaders that come back to me in the people. And it always is with the people who are in the area, they're in our family life or my life or become people. And for those who don't know Renee, um, she is a, uh, you are a school counselor, right? At a middle school. At a middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and again, I, I tell you, again, that what you do there is ministry. What you do is, is you, you're telling people are vulnerable in life. And uh, sometimes, make all the time, but sometimes you make an action and give a vision, a new idea of who they are and what they can be. Thank you. So brothers and sisters, uh, when we... Uh, experience that will and say yes and give our own will over to God and say yes and and be, you know, that person that God invites us to be and, and say yes to that career or yes to that person down the street that he's inviting us to uh, be with that day that is raising us up to a new level of mother and sister and brother to him. Uh, let's pray. And again, let's bring whatever is going on in your heart uh, in... Uh, before our God, knowing that he knows exactly uh, what it is we need this day, okay? So let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed the fruit of thy womb, Holy Mary, Mother of God, for us now and our death. Hail Mary, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Holy Mary, Mother of God, now and our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My love, thank you for being with us today on this podcast. This is the first time you've been a guest, right? I know, it is, it is. I thank you for inviting me. Only took 340 <laughs> some odd episodes. So uh, we'll, we'll be excited for 340 episodes from now when you're back yeah, on. <laughs> all right, bless you all, my friends, and uh, look forward to being back together again tomorrow. God's peace.